Welcome to the Branding Blueprint Podcast, where we give you the tools you need to build an unforgettable brand and walk through the chaos of building a business in real time as it happens here at Craftsman Creative. Today, I'm going to be talking with my employee number one, McKinley Bullock. She is one of our brand managers here at Craftsman Creative, and I'm excited to just talk about what it's like to be a part of a startup from the very beginning as we've grown and as we've navigated challenges and successes and wins. It's going to be a fun one. Hey, everyone. It's Sean Sitters, founder and CEO of Craftsman Creative again, here with one of my favorite people to work with, McKinley Bullock, who is one of our brand managers here and was my first hire at Craftsman. Hi, McKinley. Hi, Sean. How are you today? Well, it's currently 2.07 p.m. on a Monday, and I'm thriving a little jealous of that coffee that you have in front of you. Yeah, sorry. I should have offered, but... That's okay. That's I... okay. No yeah. big deal. I guess we'll forgive you. It'll be on your next review. Just okay. kidding. Perfect. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun, and I know we talked just a smidge before this about what we're going to be talking about today, and then we just said, let's just hop into it, and hopefully it will be of value to somebody just here, whether that be just learning a little bit more about Craftsman's story or also hopefully learning about what it's like to navigate that, you know, first employee coming on board from both your perspective and <laughs> from mine. From my perspective, it's been just a really, just a really, probably one of the most fulfilling parts of starting the business for me has been the, you know, hiring of team members, but specifically those early employees you know, we talked to Tag last week about design and, you know, I thought it made sense for us to, he was employee number two, you're employee number one. And I remember those early days of being in a very, very small office, aka a very small 100 square foot room that could barely fit three desks together and, you know, just kind of trying to make it work back then. I'd love to hear your perspective on what it's been like to be a part of everything from then until now and maybe something fruitful will come from it. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you know the story front and back by this point, but yeah, I joined Craftsman. I was employee number one. And yeah, like you said, we were in an office that was so teeny tiny, we could probably reach over and touch each other's keyboards <laughs> and type on each other's keyboards. And yeah, I mean, it was pretty crazy seeing where it was then compared to like how it is now. And how we've grown just in, I mean, not just like number of team members, but number of clients. We've been through four or five different offices. And yeah, it's just it's grown a lot since then. I think it's also been really interesting to see like you grow as a leader as well. Just because, I mean, you say it all the time. You're like, you know, I'm, I'm trying, but, you know, I only know so much and you're growing just as much as we are. So, yeah, it's just it's been a ride for sure. So why did you even like... Why did you even take my phone call, you know, like whenever mm -hmm. I was first recruiting for Craftsman? Like, you know, why take the risk of joining the company with no employees? Because I feel like yeah. that takes a certain kind of a person to, <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was I'd been searching for a job for a minute and or two or two or three or five. <laughs> and I really like the job description was exactly what I wanted to do. And I just, you know, kept getting all these different jobs that were marketing, but they were actually sales jobs that were like covering themselves like they were going to be marketing. And I think you were the first like actual authentic person that I had spoken to about like, yeah, the job description is actually what the job is going to be. 
be honest, and did you think it was not going to go well whenever you... I didn't think that it was not going to go well, but I just was like unsure mm-hmm. about yeah, it. Sure, but yeah. I mean, I think I, anybody would have, but I mean... Your parents think, probably thought you were nuts. Yeah. They yeah, were like, are you great. sure this guy's legit? Is this, <laughs> they were like, you're taking a big, a big risk here. Like, <laughs> are you sure he, you know, is knows what he's doing? But I mean, I think we, we had like, what, three or four conversations? I think like four. Mm-hmm. We like talked four times, or I guess interviews, but mm-hmm. they were like pretty long conversations. I felt like even just in those conversations, I got a lot out of it. I think the reason why I took the job was not only because it was exactly the job that I wanted to do, but I could tell that you were going to be like a mentor towards me. And not just my boss, but you were actually like you cared a lot about just like helping me grow professionally and personally. And just even out of those few conversations, I just had like a really good feeling about it. And I feel like I can read situations and people and stuff like that pretty well. And there were no signs pointing towards don't take this job. So, yeah. Well, and you've stuck it out, which is so impressive to me because, you know, it's not abnormal these days for people coming out of school to kind of Honestly, in a lot of cases, they kind of need to test the waters in different areas. And it's been really fulfilling for me to have the person who joined me from the very beginning kind of stick with me through thick and thin and like significant challenge. And there's been these moments where you and I have sat across the table from one another and we've been like, we have a lot of people that we need to serve and only so many hours (laughs) and you've hung in there and done such a great job with that which is awesome and I'm honored and also humbled to both be your leader as well as the rest of the team and we always talk about leadership as just like this ongoing process right so you have been on this almost like accelerated track over the last two years just because you've been a part of the growth so talk to me about some of the kind of key lessons that you have learned throughout that, both whether it be related to your relationship with me or your relationship with your coworkers or with your clients or with yourself? Well, no pressure. That is a (laughs) deep question. You know me. (laughs) Yeah. Confidence would be one thing. Just trusting myself that I know what I'm doing because I think that was also a big part of when I was searching for jobs. I was like, nobody's I don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, it was just like faking it until you make it kind of thing. But now I'm like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Like, I am good at my job. I have like a boss and a team that will like back me up no matter what, no matter if I make a mistake or if a client gets upset or anything like that. Like, I know that we have a team that is like, we all just like trust each other and give each other grace and just like work really well together and support each other. So I've grown in that way. Yeah, I've had opportunities to like leadership opportunities as well so I manage Ashley one of our account coordinators who's sitting to the left of me smiling thanks for recording this Ashley our built-in producer (laughs) and then like I've also done internship programs and also have just been like a leader with my coworkers who are on the same level as me but just like leading them through different projects and through just different challenges and everything so I've grown a lot in that yeah, I mean, I've grown in honest, honestly, like every area, like even personally, like Sean will tell like you can ask him, I'm a completely different person than I was when I first started working here, which has been good. It's like this job has challenged me in more ways than one, which is exciting. I think that's why I've stuck it out because I know that it is challenging me. And I, I like that. Like I love, I don't, I don't want to just be in a job that's like stagnant or that I feel like I'm not growing and learning every day. And I can truly say that I learn every day when I come here, which is good. So, yeah, I think those are some of the ways that I've grown. 
Well, that's Would I'm, you agree? Yeah, I would totally agree with that. It's it's so I think any any leader out there would probably really resonate with what I'm about to say, which is it's so fun. Probably one of the most fun things of my job is to mentor somebody to the place to where they can then embody the same leadership with other people. And so, you know, giving McKinley the chance to lead one of our newer team members has been something that truthfully is like pretty hard for me to do, right? Like it's not that I don't trust people. It's just I really care deeply about how what people's experience here is like. And so it takes a lot for me to delegate that particular responsibility. And I'm so glad that I have because it's such a successful relationship. And every time I ask Ashley just to publish, pub, publicly say what Ashley and I talk about, she just speaks so highly of you. And it's really just fulfilling to kind of see that happen in real time. Tell me, you know, you we've gone through, you know, the title of this episode is Rolling with the Punches of a Startup. And tell me about like some of those like more challenging times, maybe leave out some of the specifics. But, you know, what are the things that have been the most challenging for you? There's been a lot. I think like just navigating alongside you of like what is going to work for us and what doesn't work and like what do we want the brand to look like because I've had like I feel I feel like I've had a more inside scoop into what Craftsman is and like the like helping you define the trajectory of it which has been really exciting and fulfilling and something that I would have never been able to do for with a different job so just yeah just defining like what the brand is I mean we've been through like three different (laughs) website designs like we've you know gone through a lot of different like trial and error of the look and feel of Craftsman and just the look and feel of the brand which really gives us like really good empathy for our clients yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like we're I think this is typical for marketing agencies but we're so good at marketing other businesses and we can do so in such a focused manner and then when it comes to us you know it's almost like we like hyper analyze it to a certain degree and I'm so you know I'm thankful for where we've landed because I think that you know we get really positive feedback on it certainly still have room to grow of course but you know it's definitely a process for sure Mm -hmm. yeah we have to practice what we preach Mm -hmm. definitely but that can be hard to like be an insider trying to be someone that's like looking from the outside in it's Mm. pretty challenging so i would say that's a really big one i think defining like who we want to work with and what brands we want to work with and what projects fulfill us the most has been challenging just to because obviously i mean as a startup a smaller company like you want to take any opportunity that comes to you but i think especially now like we literally talked about it this morning but it's like do we want to grow just to grow or do we want to grow like intentionally Yeah. And it's all about like making sure that we're the right person for the job. Right. I'm confident that we can deliver really quality product to a lot of different people. It's more like, where do we add the most value Mm -hmm. and how do we focus that effort as much as possible? And that that's taken a little bit of time because, you know, you have to have some level of viability in a business. Otherwise, you won't be able to serve any clients. But also now you can't be too selective. And I know that this is like a balancing act that a lot of people go through early on in establishing a business is like, I have no clue like how, where next month's revenue is going to come from or where, you know, next year's revenue is going to come from and I just need to take everything. Well, I would encourage you to like, yes, like hustle really hard, but also really don't let that go on too long. You know, we're at the 
almost two and a half year mark. And we are starting that conversation intentionally to make sure that we continue to deliver a really quality product to people, you know, for many, many years to come. Agreed. Agreed. And then I think another challenge that we've gone through that I just kind of was thinking about is like with the two different sides of our business, we have like the branding side and the video side. And I think that it's we've come across challenges as far as like staffing each side and okay, for three months straight, we have like a lot of video projects and we're very busy over there. So we like heavily staffed that department. And then, you know, we stat like we had a lot of branding projects come through at the end of last year and we were completely swamped on that end. So then we were like, oh, well, crap. Now we have to <laughs> staff that side of the business. And then we've had team members come and go, which has like just been, I mean, a great learning experience for everybody involved, I think, of what fits and just like learning from those people and what the value that they like brought to Craftsman in the time that they were here. I can even like tell that even in like your face, you're like, should I even be talking about this right now? And like, honestly, like I really am just proud of you for like you normalizing that Mm -hmm. because it's one thing for us to get on a podcast and to say like, you know, navigating the challenges of a startup and then for us to, you know, kind of wish wash our way through it. But the truth of the matter is, is that like there is turnover in a business and that's normal and expected. And I don't think I expected it early on, to be honest. Like, I think I was very ignorant. And like I said, like, I'm going to minimize turnover and like, I'm going to keep people forever. And I really hope that I can keep some people forever. I just know that it's not realistic in every case. So, you know, I, I, I applaud you for normalizing that. And I think it's, it's awesome. Tell me like, what do you think has made you and I and our team, what are some things that you think we do well that have helped us to successfully navigate the challenges that that we faced Mm -hmm. i mean i think the number one thing is our communication levels like we're incredibly open and honest with each other even when it's you know hard to be and i mean you have like constant meetings with us where you're updating us on like the nitty-gritty like parts of the business which i think is pretty unique and so then i think that allows us to feel like oh that we can be open and honest with you about like the way that we're feeling about things and then with each other obviously so yeah, I think that our just communication, we do really well just with how we're feeling about everything in mm-hmm. the business. So yeah, I think we do that really well. I think we like just celebrate each other really well here and like support each other. So it's like supporting each other if something goes wrong and we're, you know, just coming to each other's aid and letting each other vent or giving advice or like coming up with solutions. I think we do really well, but then whenever we do something really great or a client comes back and they give really great feedback or if someone decides to like go a different direction and have like a career change and leave like we still celebrate those people like we have you know we don't like look at as we don't look at anything as a negative I think like we always try to turn it into a positive Mm -hmm. which I think is really impressive that you've like created that culture and that everyone on our team is able to like sustain that because it could be really easy to especially with like how busy we are and how stressed everyone can get. Like I know I can get pretty negative or like just down in the dumps and complaining a lot. But I think with everyone that I work with, it's helped me kind of turn that around to like a glass half full mentality instead of like glass half empty. So Mm -hmm. I think another one is, and you're basically talking about like two of our core values, like being honest and well, one of, I guess, our previous core value of celebrating success. Mm-hmm. But um, there's another piece of that, and that is, I think, giving giving of grace 
we all just need to go into every day knowing that we're going to make a mistake. And the environment that I think we've created is that it's okay to do that. And, you know, of course, like we want to avoid like this repetitive nature of making consistent mistakes in the same areas. That's why we have like our scorecard that we update every month to track us against things that we know we need to grow in. But I always know that if I make a mistake as a leader, I'm safe to not only communicate honestly, like how that makes me feel and also, you know, how that might be challenging for me or why it may have happened, because I know that my team is going to meet me with grace. And that's really, really unique. I mean, I have the benefit of having worked in a lot of other corporate contexts before that, and that's really informed the way that I've tried to set up Craftsman. I'm not perfect at it, and you know that because you've seen me fail a lot. And But the beauty of the situation is, is that I've seen you fail too, and both of us have given each other grace, and our team members give us grace, and that helps to make sure that we actually can excel because nothing holds us back from just progressing forward. So as we move into like the next phase of things, which we have no clue what that even really looks like, what are some things that you think, you know, you're excited for moving forward and things that you think we should continue to emphasize in terms of kind of navigating the punches that we know will come? Mm -hmm. Great question. Well, numero uno, number one, I'm very excited for the new office. Mm. I think I love our little house that we're in right now, but I think it's time for us to <laughs> fly the nest. Yeah. This will be and a good little, you know, memory. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think our new office is going to be great because I think it's going to allow us to create confidently mm-hmm. one of our Was that your butter values moment? Yes. <laughs> Yes, because we'll have like the editing studios Mm -hmm. and the conference rooms and the phone rooms and the studio and the psych wall and like all that. And I think it will just, you know, give us all the tools that we need to be able to just do our job even better. So I'm really excited about the office. I think it's going to be like just the start of like a really great chapter for us. I'm excited to just like see how the team continues to grow and like Mm -hmm. who, you know, the new people that come on the team i think it'll be excited to see how they bring benefit to craftsmen and change the dynamic in a positive way hopefully <laughs> and yeah so that's really exciting and then yeah just seeing like what new clients that we get to work with we've got some pretty cool stuff in the pipeline which is exciting and yeah just a lot of cool new projects which i'm always excited about and i think we're kind of finding our niche as far as the clients and the projects that we do really well at and can just help us like add really cool things to our portfolio and then we can also help clients tell their story in a really cool way so yeah that's what i'm excited for what are you excited for sean (laughs) i am excited for i think probably the way that i would describe it is like probably just growth that like idea of pursuing growth not i don't and i don't mean that like in terms of like growing the business i more so mean like growing us as in terms of like how we operate the business and how we help each other and like I would love to see our business grow obviously like I I love I love when a new client comes in because it just is so fulfilling for the whole, everybody one of the things that I'm really glad that we implemented like super early on was this idea of you know having a celebration every time that 
somebody, you know, signs a new contract with us. And like, I have no shame in that because truthfully, every time that we have a new client come on board, like our entire team gathers in a room and dances around like fools. Yeah, we get, um, we get to push a button and, and it plays music. <laughs> it does. And that's the type of stuff that like you'll lose if you aren't too, if you aren't careful. And, you know, I don't want to just stay in the past just because it's nostalgic and comfortable. But I also don't want to move into the future thinking that the grass is greener. And so I think I'm excited to kind of focus our efforts and make sure that we continue to do what we do best. And I really think that we've encapsulated that by, you know, our messaging and building unforgettable brands and all that goes along with that. And I believe that that's a value to people. And I'm just so grateful that we've landed in that place. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. When I was prepping for this podcast recording. Oh, you prep? Um, just okay. slightly. But <laughs> sounds like you. you know me. I love to prep. <laughs> uh huh. But it was like, how do you how you envision Craftsman's future? And I just wrote next to it doing what we are doing now, but even better. Mm hmm. So I think that's good because it recognizes that like what we're doing right now is valuable, very valuable to other people. And like that's that we we're trying to make like a really significant impact on other people by what we do every day. And I see it happening from you and your team and from all the teams represented here. Like we've been on a couple of commercial sets recently and I've just like seen how confident and calm and well taken care of our clients are and there's like no doubt in their mind that we were the right people for the job and that we're going to actually help them accomplish their goals right so that shows me that we are doing our jobs really well is if we're yes providing a really creative and strategic deliverable but also creating an experience that just evokes a, a sense of trust with the people that we're working with so I, I see that all the time and I'm excited to continue doing that more and more and fine tuning it along the way like you mentioned Last question for you, and this is kind of like a live. I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise you with this oh, one, but God. this is like a, this is like a, <laughs> this is like a live conversation like we would normally have. Yes. Which is, how can I support you as we move into the next phase of, of this? I mean, like the honest truth is right. Like just straight up, like we're moving into a, a time like where we're bringing on a new account director, a new brand director here at the agency, in a couple of weeks. And it's going to be the first time I'm not managing you. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like scary for me. Yeah. But also it's very encouraging to me that like we've progressed to a place to where I feel comfortable to do that. Where And you've communicated to me that you feel comfortable with that. But it doesn't mean that I stop supporting you, right? So what are some things that I and or your team can do to support you? I know you're super uncomfortable. I need like a minute to think. I mean, I think that like the individual that is coming into that director position, you've done, we've, I mean, all of us, but especially you have done a really great job of like vetting that person out and making sure that they're the right fit. So I think just informing them of my insane, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> how crazy I am, <laughs> That's really how scary. high maintenance I am to oh, manage. Boy. Oh boy. No. I mean, I think just like pouring into them so then they can in turn, you know, like do the same to me and Ashley because I think that if they're well managed and they understand like your expectations which I know you will be doing this obviously because you care a lot but yeah I think just like showing them and the same amount of like attention and like just focus on helping them grow like you did with me from the very beginning I think is important so then they can in turn do the same and then I think just like 
I don't know. We got to like hang out sometimes. Yeah. Like you and I still have to have a one-on-one every now and then. Yeah, of I'm course. I'm going to miss talking to you. Jeez. I know. Well, luckily we work in a very small office at the moment. <laughs> we can easily <laughs> shout at one another. This has been really fun. Thanks for chatting. Yeah. And hopefully everybody out there, I kind of got, I kind of forgot we were doing a podcast, but here we are. (laughs) We're back. For anybody out there who is listening, our hope is that this is encouraging so that you can hear that, yes, you can hire your first person and yes, they can stay with you. And yes, you can have a thriving relationship that's mutually beneficial. And you can do that with a number of employees. I'm sitting next to two other people who are helping us produce this podcast who I have identical relationships with, not in terms of the the trajectory of those relationships or the history of them, they're not identical in that way, but the trust is there. And I think that it's important for leaders to know that it's possible because sometimes it, you, it feels like it's not. So anyways, if you're out there, hope that's encouraging to you. And we're really looking forward to the next one. In the meantime, would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and also follow along with us on social at craftsman.creative. Talk to you all soon.